0: Welcome to another episode of the Choke Slam Wrestling Report, and I am your host, the Ultimate One. And wrestling fans, yesterday it was heaven. We were waiting for this for eighteen years—eighteen years, 18 years yes—ever since WCW closed down, and we were stuck with the WWE monopoly and the era of pretty much uh era where we suffer, where WWE put whatever programming they wanted to, and we had to deal with it. Yes, we had TNA, we had Ring of Honor, but that was not enough. Well, yesterday, the industry changed dramatically as AEW debuted in TNT with the voices of the guys that I grew up with, with Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone. The NWA days, WCW days, it was. It felt so great just listening to them yesterday on TV, watching them uh, break down the matches. Um, But yes, AEW debuted yesterday. Again, um, it was a moment that I was so happy to see, knowing that uh, a couple of weeks ago NXT decided to be put on well, NXT WWE decided to put NXT on the USA Network jumpstart they brand to combat AEW even though AEW was not even starting yet they decided to put um NXT ahead of us uh on us uh, AEW and um next thing you know you know they were bragging they were showing what they had all the great those great matches the first week that they had on USA Network the first hour, and then the second hour, everything happened when uh, the WWE network crashed, and a lot of people wasn't able to uh, get to see the second hour. And I, I said it in my YouTube channel that WWE became greedy because they wanted to up get one up on AEW, and you know, to me, I was like, you know, was why are you showing all your ammunition right away? You know, we saw Walter. Uh, we saw Imperium We saw Leo Rush back. We saw the Rodriguez Storm beating Um Um Velveteen Dream To do the prophecy of the Undisputed Era Holding all the belts Um and I said it uh, Walter attacking Kushida And um I said it I said it that wish they were showing Um all their weapons All in one shot And it was going to backfire some or the other and they, and they had good viewing. They had well, a million viewers for the first hour of NXT. But as we saw, um, that didn't matter because the following week, they they dropped. They, the viewers dropped by 200. But not last night, AEW Dynamite. And there we came in as a dynamite. And uh, I'm going to go through the AEW debut, the, uh, review of all the matches and what we saw. Um in the beginning they had the nice intro uh very colorful very uh, uh, I, I don't know the band that they had but it felt great uh, the fact that they teamed up jim ross and Tony shavani together which was great because and escalibur included in that which i have the total respect escalibur escalibur is a, a a great commentator and in the beginning when we saw them uh, trying to figure out who was the commentating for uh the aew first they had alex marvez who i felt that he was like a zombie he didn't bring no excitement to it jim ross was a little off because it was a while before he he actually been commentating but jim ross is still the man um at one point they brought some other guy that was pretty good in one of the fighter feds or or one of the fight for the fallen so they had a mixed match they uh commentary team for you know to to get the right concept for them when the show when the aew um show started or uh, the debuts that they will have a great commentating team and at the end they decided to go with tony Schiavone they decided to go with jim ross and excalibur but it's a great combination it felt so good last night so good last night to so actually listen to them Schiavone and um Jim Ross together again, like the NWA days when they were together working for Jim Crocker promotion. It felt so great. Just listening to these guys. But, you know, uh, we will be right back and I will go through the matches that happened last night at AEW. I'll be right back. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we're back. And uh, the first match... Uh, that started off was Cody versus Sammy Guevara, which threw me off because I, I did the AEW review on my YouTube channel, um, on my podcast, and I thought that the Sammy Guevara match would be somewhere in in the between, uh, maybe the uh, the Elite versus uh, Jericho and LAX. I thought that was going to be between that, but they started off. They opened up the match. It was Cody versus Sammy Guevara. It was a good match. It was a 15 minute match, and I mean, at one point, um, Cody went to dive on Sammy Guevara outside, and Sammy put um, Cody's wife Brandy, in the way, and she, I, it looked like she hit her head in the back, her head with the with the railing. Uh, but um, she was a real trooper, and um, she got up. It was a great match between these two guys. I mean, Sammy Guevara. I even saw him do a um, a Spanish fly from the top rope. Um, it was pretty good. I mean, these guys. When I had Sammy Guevara showed that he was not intimidated to be in the ring with Cody, and Cody pretty much um, he gave him uh, the, the 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 platform and to to show his skills. And Cody made him look good in that match. And, and but at the end. You know, Cody ended up beating um, um, Sammy Guevara. And uh, it looked like Tony Schiavone was going to go and do an interview with Cody. But Sammy decided to pull um, Cody to the side and, like, saying, hey, what the heck, you know, whatever. They ended up going to do a a handshake. But out of nowhere came Chris Jericho. Jericho attacked um, Cody because, remember, they're going to wrestle in, uh, uh, what is it, a... I forgot, gear something, fear gear, whatever it is, the next pay-per-view they got, uh, full gear, I'm sorry, full gear, um, so he attacked them in the ring, um, and then decided to beat them outside, I mean, while they were in commercial break, you see the little, the screen on the side, he hit him with the chair, um, he smacked him around, um, and um, that was the only part I didn't like about the AEW, when they were in commercial, they were showing the, the little small screen, you really can't see it that well, but I liked it though in a way because then when they went back to the action, they show you uh, little replays of what happened while you was in the commercial, which kind of helped us because then we know what really what happened, to the little screens, whatever. But it was good. But um, but yeah, so at one point um, Chris Jericho went and decided to power bomb Cody on two chairs and he decided to leave and say he's the champion. So it looks like already the the uh, the war or the uh, battle cries already been put in on the sand for Jericho attacked Cody first. So that's pretty much letting him know, hey, I know you a threat, so I'm going to take you out first. But uh, right after that was the MJF against Brandon Cutler. This match, I felt bad for Brandon Cutler because, I mean, he hasn't wrestled in a while. I know he's wrestling some of the battle royals and stuff like that. But in this match... He kind of bossed a couple of uh, moves. Um, and at one point, he was going to do, a, like, a, take a dive from the top rope, and he slipped and hurt himself. But I think before that, he did a dive. He hurt his knee outside. And, of course, MJF took advantage of that. I love MJF. MJF, he's one guy that when he comes out, he uh, he knows how to stick it to the fans. But uh, this match was real short and sweet. Uh, MJF put the uh, salty on um, bar Um Jay Cutler and I mean, not Jay Cutler, I'm sorry, Brandon Cutler and May Don't Give Up. So it looks like Brandon Cutler will be jobbing to a lot of these guys, even though I don't, you know, he should, they need to build them up. So um, the next match was, uh, actually, no, that wasn't a next match. It was an interview between SCU, with Tony Shabani, I don't know when the Lucha Brothers came out, uh, telling everybody they're the best tag team in the universe. It was a pot shot at WWE, which I loved it. Um, So they started arguing, and then uh, Penta did the uh, Cero Miedo, um, you know, sign. And then uh, Phoenix ended up spitting the water at um, at Christopher Daniels, and they ended up brawling all over the ring, uh, all over the backstage area, or the ramp. And uh, it looks like these two teams are not going to be – uh, probably advance into to the second round. They'll probably end up getting um, eliminated because uh, I don't think Luchasaurus are fighting the uh, Lucha Brothers. So, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. So, we'll be right back after these messages. And we're back. So, the next match of the night was a match that I was looking forward to since I think double or nothing. And it was Pac, the Bastard against hangman page and this again guys this is goes back to where these guys were supposed to wrestle at double nothing but because park at the time in january was the dragon gate champion he felt that he didn't want to lose to hangman page being that he's a champion from another promotion and what ended up was that they came up with this idea where uh, adam, pa- uh, adam page will fly to um to england and wrestle um park where park then will end up um hurting adam page's knee at the, the double qualification whatever it was and adam page played off that knee during the double or nothing and the rest of the summer park eventually ended up losing the belt the dragon gate belt and then he pinned kenny omega at all out and then here it is the match that i was waiting for which was park versus Adam page these two went at it at one point, um, he um, Adam Page did like a, a Razor Ramon over the body throw from the second rope Park Pac, uh, but again, Pac showed that he means business in AEW. And remember, he pinned or he not? his made Kenny Omega submit or put him to sleep with the brutalizer, and he did the same thing to Adam Page where he did the a uh, black arrow on him. And then right after that, put the brutalizer on um, Adam Page and Adam Page passed out. Now, this is a great thing because next week, supposedly, Jericho is supposed to fight, uh, defend his belt against somebody. We don't know what it is. But right now, uh, Pac could be one that he might get a title shot next week. So that is very interesting. He's beaten two of the elite, Adam Page and Kenny Omega. And Pac has not, he looks great. He looks like he's, he's ready to take anybody. He doesn't matter. He doesn't matter. Um, the next match was the women's, AEW women's title match. This match uh, it was a very slow-paced type of match. Um, it felt, uh, to me, I saw the match. It felt like Riho was doing a lot of bodges. The fans were into it, but it felt like it didn't feel right. Like She looked so small next to uh, Nyla Rose about the thing that really surprised me was that she ended up beating Nina Rose and then um, at the end she ended up attacking Riho with then Kenny Omega came in the ring trying to save her uh, which is shocked me because I'm like Omega came out to help her but um, you know it shows that, um, that in AEW just when you think you got the match oh this person is going to win no. it turned it around and, and then a friend of mine made a, 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 a um uh, he made a good point when he said, if you looked at the belt and when they first introduced the competitors and they showed the AEW belt, that belt looked so small in the referee's hand. It was not going to fit on Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose is a beast. So, uh, so he said, that's how he knew that Riho was going to win. But it, you know, Riho, the first woman, AEW woman's champion, um, something to work on. I, I think, um, Britt Baker is probably gonna end up going after her. Um, not rose, I'm sure she's not finished with. So Rio got her hands full because there's a lot of women in there. She's gonna give a uh, run for her money. B. Priestley is there. So it's you know something to look forward to. Then after that, we had the main event, which was Chris Jericho against LA. Chris Jericho and LA, oh, I can't even say it right. Chris Jericho and LAX, or former noon. New- Formerly known LAX. Santana Ortiz versus uh, the Elite. The match is going great. I mean, back and forth, whatever. And at one point, um, the guys were fighting outside. And Kenny Omega was about to do his dive from the -the over-the-top rope where he does the uh, Terminator thing. And out of nowhere, through the crowd popped out John Moxley. Moxley ended up attacking him, beating him in the back. Which Lee left the Young Bucks by themselves against Santana, Ortiz, and Jericho. And Omega and Moxley just brought all the way to the back and they ended up fighting to like VIP area. It was funny because Jim Ross said he didn't know that was a VIP area. But the craziest part was when Moxley decided to pull out a a glass table, like a regular glass home furniture table, glass that you put in the middle of your living room. And he ended up suplexing um, Kenny Omega through the glass to the glass table I was like oh my god what these guys are crazy so so now Jericho and Santana Ortiz are now in the ring on th- uh, three on two against oh, um, against the uh, Young Bucks uh, the Young Bucks make the uh, actually Matt Jackson makes the hot tag on Nick Jackson Nick Jackson does all his moves and at one point um it looked like um, he was going to do... I forgot what was the move he made. But he got caught by Santana and um, and Ortiz. Ortiz did the headbutt. It looked like the zombie headbutt. And then Jericho did the um, the Unthinkable. He did the, uh, the Judas Effect perfectly. Time knocked out Nick Jackson and the LAX. And Jericho uh, ended up beating uh, the Elite... Well, you know, because it was three on two, of course. But then, all of a sudden, they uh, they decided that, hey, let's beat up the elite. Let's beat up the, the Young Bucks. And it started being three on two. All of a sudden, Cody Rhodes jumps in and attacks Jericho. And out of nowhere, Guevara, Sammy Guevara comes in and hits Cody in the groin. Then right after that, Dustin Rose comes in to make the save. And he kicks Sammy Guevara in the nut. But then out of nowhere, which there was report. And they were saying that it was going to happen. Jack Swagger, or now Jack Hagen, um, shows up and beats up on Cody and Dustin Rose. And kind of at one point, they, they brought in a little table into the ring, and they powerbomb on the powerbomb on Dustin Rose on him. It didn't even break. I mean, I know that must have hurt, but it looks like they're gonna create a new faction because. <coughs> They're going to create a new faction, and um, it looked like an NWO style type thing, you know? And um, so we don't know. We don't want to know um, what's going to happen now, because now it looks like it, you're going to have uh, Jack Hager, aka Jack Swagger, Chris Jericho, um, Santana Ortiz, and Sammy Guevara, because they all posed together. That's the way the show ended, but it was a good show. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm looking forward to next week. You know, next week they'll have the uh, tag team tournament to start. And will Santana Ortiz be involved in the Young Bucks match and cost them the match against uh, Private Party? We don't know. We don't know, but you know what? It was great. And with this showing that AEW did, I mean, they, they, to me personally, they perfectly did a great job. And, um, you can't you can't ask for anything better than that. Um, according to the Nielsen ratings, it came out today at 2:30. It looks like the first show AEW did was 1.4 in the ratings compared to 0. 0.9 NXT, and supposedly NXT was supposed to have a NXT takeover show. I right, saw so some of it last night. It didn't look like what. Right, again, I think they were over, uh, NXT was overdoing it the first two weeks by trying to jump ahead of AEW it did not work it did not it, AEW did not disappoint the fans it was great it was something to look forward to we waited for 18 years guys and here it is anyway this is the end of the show AEW review my thoughts give me your um hey subscribe to the channel first of all So uh, subscribe to the podcast and um give me your thoughts let me know what you think on the comments or whatever um, and let me know what, what you thought about the AEW debut last night Also I just want to give you guys uh, A thank you for subscribing to my podcast um, I also have a YouTube channel Which I mentioned earlier The YouTube Ultimate One Wrestling News Podcast Ultimate the number one Wrestling News Podcast On YouTube I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter Ultimate One Wrestling News So you guys can subscribe to my youtube channel i put videos there every 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 week every saturday talk about the latest thing that happen in wrestling um subscribe to this channel hit that notification bell every time i did a, a i do a new upload here in the chokesline wrestling report uh, you can hear me in spotify uh, google apple podcast so I'm on everywhere, every platform you can listen to in the wrestling world. Well, guys, I want to thank you again. I want to give thanks to people across uh, England, Portugal, India, Canada, Australia, and the United States for supporting this podcast, and hopefully you guys enjoy it, and I'll tell you, like I always say everybody all the time, have a good night, and I'll see you soon. And mm-hmm.